World Watch Special Report for February 7th, 2023, the Turkey-Syria earthquakes. Jesus warned us in Matthew 24, there will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world, but all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Birth pains or sorrows mean that they will become more frequent and as they do, they increase in intensity. The proof is that it's all happening right now. Is this a dire warning of what's yet to come? Let's dig in. In Turkey and Syria, so far, as of this posting, there are three, over 380,000 people homeless in sub-zero temperatures and winter weather. At least 7,200 dead. Expect that, that toll is expected to rise to over 20,000. 45,000 plus are missing. Over 8,500 buildings collapsed and more collapse with each aftershock. And they're still coming in. The first major quake um, was first measured at a magnitude of 8.1. It was downgraded to a 7.8, which is not much of a decrease. As usual, there were aftershocks. However, there was another quake at magnitude of 7.5, not far away. Then aftershock after aftershock the largest at 6.7 magnitude. Basically, the first 7.81 caused cracks in the mostly stacked brick buildings. Subsequently, the ones that didn't fall after the first quake were weakened enough to collapse with the later quakes and aftershocks. And um, I was gonna fill up my blog um, with pictures uh, and posts from Twitter I decided not to, because you can go ahead and just pop on over to Twitter or, or Instagram and just do, you know, hashtag Turkey, hashtag earthquakes, and you'll see them all. They're heartbreaking pictures. I've got one that shows the collapsed buildings. And when I saw this picture, it reminded me of the building collapse in Surfside, Florida. So it was a condo on the beach that collapsed because um, the foundation had been uh, basically corroded and eaten out by salt water and, and, then, and then storm winds, of course, it's on the beach in Florida. Um, and it happened at night while people were sleeping. Now, I watched for, I think it was a good two weeks while they searched for people um, and they only found one teenager alive. Um, I'm seeing, I'm seeing videos now of people being alive after 30 hours, babies. I mean, there was a heartbreaking story of a, of a mother who had her baby in the rubble and she died, but the baby was saved. I mean, there's some miracle stories coming out of here. You know, a father saving his daughter, um, a sister protecting her, her younger sibling, um, and I mean, some, some, the, the heartbreak is tremendous, but can you just imagine, I mean, when I, when I kept watching the video of that one building in Florida, just fall down and all the dust. And so in, in the videos that I'm seeing on social media, seeing online, it's building after building after building. So basically, you know, you multiply that one building by the thousands. And I did a post back then, um, you know, it, it happened in the middle of the night. People were sleep, sleeping. So um, I use a, 
an app called, called QuakeFeed. I have it on my tablet. And usually when I pull these maps from uh, the maps from QuakeFeed, I get about 200 earthquakes. And I pull it every day. So this is daily. And at 8 a.m. on uh, February 6th, because it happened Sunday night, um, it would have been early. It was, it was like 4 a.m. on February 6th in, uh, in Turkey time. And um, there were 411 earthquakes. So right there was more than double what I usually see for a, a 24 hour time period, any given 24 time, a 24 hour time period when I, when I pull this. And um, so I have a picture over in my blog and you can, you can check it out. You can, and, and it's a free app, it's called Quake Feed. Um, and so you can actually see, um, I use the EMSC model, that's the, uh, the European model. Um, uh, which gives which gives you more earthquakes. The USGS um, uh, doesn't doesn't show as many because they only do 4.0 and higher uh, in magnitude. But here you'll see the the threes and the twos in there too, and and those are aftershocks. Those are as you know there, and the, the quantity of them <laughs> is what's astounding, as well as where they're located. I'll explain that in a minute. Okay, so um, it's, it's a perfect lineup of all, of all the quakes. So they go from basically the Mediterranean up this line in, you know, into, into Turkey. So what caused these earthquakes? So as it turned out, the tectonic plates rearranged themselves below the surface. The Arabian plate moved about three meters in the northeast to southwest direction relative to the Anatolian plate. This is about a structure in the border zone between this world, the Arabian plate and the Anatolian plate. According to Carlo Doglioni, president of Italy's National Institute of Geophysics and Volcanology. And here's a quote from him. It is as if Turkey had shifted to the southwest. Everything happened in a few tens of seconds. And I have a map, um, which is from a video from uh, DW News, and I've got their video also explaining this. And, and um, uh, also, they interviewed a, a, a geologist, and it shows where the Anatolian plate just moved, um, and you know, and caused. The earthquakes and this the space that it, that it moves so it's it's causing a gap it's it's just totally just decided to move and and so it's it's like it, it's um three meters in the northwest direction relative to the anatolian plate okay so you gotta you gotta look at the map so you can get a picture of where this is um uh turkey sits where there's actually a meeting of four plates. You have the African plate um, uh, coming from the south, the Arabian plate, the Eurasian plate from the north, and the Anatolian plate to the west. So, um, and then right just below that, there's another fault line that goes down into, it goes all the way down into Israel, and that's, um, um, which is connected to the Dead Sea. Um, so you gotta, and then if you haven't watched any of the videos, you need to go take a look at my blog and watch the DW news video. DW is, um, is a news agency out of Germany and it's in English. 
And a couple of quotes from this video. Um, a disaster in monumental scale. It felt like Judgment Day. Well, friend, it's not Judgment Day. Syrians fell to their knees in prayer, fearing it was Judgment Day. Though the apocalyptic scenes look like it's the Judgment Day, it's not. Jesus' Judgment Day will be way worse. How do we know? Well, it's in the book of Revelation, where John wrote, Revelation 6, 12, quote, I watch as the lamb, which is Jesus, broke the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun became as dark as a black cloth and the moon became as red as blood. Revelation 8, 5, then the angel filled the incense burner with fire from the altar and threw it down upon the earth and thunder crashed, lightning flashed, and there was a terrible earthquake. Revelation 16, 18, then the thunder crashed and rolled and lightning flashed and a great earthquake struck the worst since people were placed on the earth. Now, these are three different earthquake scenes in the book of Revelation. So there are three separate earthquake occurrences. So, and undoubtedly these earthquakes are worldwide. So imagine the destruction and devastation in Turkey and Syria played out all over the world a million fold. Very few people will survive. But there is good news. Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 1.10, and they speak of how you are looking forward to the coming of God's son from heaven, Jesus, whom God raised from the dead. He is the one who has rescued us from the terrors of the coming judgment. And that's the good news. That's the gospel. Unless you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and savior, you will face the coming judgment. Only when you become a true born again believer, do you have your guarantee that you will not have to go through the great tribulation and the great white throne judgment. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit, feel his shalom, which is a peace that surpasses all understanding. You get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven after you die, or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen in any moment. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, how to know Jesus. And in the bottom of this special blog post um, uh, are uh, more images from the quake feed maps that show, you know, all the earthquakes and how they just kept going. I mean, um, I pulled one at 4 p.m. on the 6th and there were 519 earthquakes. And on at 7 a.m. on the 7th, um uh, that was this morning there were 465 earthquakes and then i have one from a different app which is volcano discovery that one just shows the immense amount of earthquakes and then you go all the way down to cyprus which is an island in the mediterranean um which would be southwest of turkey and um and it's and 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 the earthquakes go actually all the way down to beirut lebanon and all the way to western turkey um uh and then i have a i embedded um uh, a youtube video from a guy whose name is dutch since and um he is uh, he is an expert in earthquakes and it's very interesting because he shows you how it happened how the earth moved 
Um, and, um, you know, and I, when I was doing my blog, my, my blog article for Sunday, uh, my Sunday night, my Sunday, um, Sunday Psalms one, and I went to YouTube to, to look for a worship song to embed in it. That's when I noticed, I noticed one of the other earthquake, um, YouTube people that I watch. Um, that's where I learned of the earthquake, which was just, um, a few, it was like within 30 minutes of it happening, they were reporting it. Um, but he really explains it. So if you want to really understand the geology and the seismology and all this, you can watch that video. It's in the bottom of the blog. The link is in the show notes. Also in the blog are links to other uh, Bible studies that I've done on the book of Revelation, on um, Thessalonians. And um, so you can understand you know, what's going to happen uh, in, in Bible prophecy and why you need to know Jesus. So click on over. The link is in the show notes. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Are we living in the last days or the end times? It's confusing. Yes, it's confusing. Furthermore, it really doesn't help that the two terms are used interchangeably. Nevertheless, there is a significant difference between the last days and the end times. We'll uncover the truth about these prophetic terms and what the Bible says about them. Let's dig in. So when did the last days start? The book of Hebrews says, Hebrews 1, chapter 1, uh, starting in verse 1. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the universe. So the last days started with Jesus's ministry. In the Old Testament, God spoke to the people through the prophets, yet the people didn't listen or they heard the word but failed to obey it. The last verses of the last book of the Old Testament, Malachi reads, Malachi 4, starting in verse 5, Look, I am sending you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. We'll talk about that in another one. His preaching will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. Otherwise, I will come and strike the land with a curse. So for 400 years between Malachi and Matthew, God was silent. And I recently did a, uh, an article on that, on a historical piece on exactly what went on through these 400 years. Israel just actually had 100 years of peace. Um, but then the spirit of Elijah came in the voice of John the Baptist and all four gospels cover it. John 1, Luke 3, Matthew 3, and Mark 1. And you can click on over to my blog and check out the, um, the studies on each of those chapters. Um, obviously, in these gospel chapters, Jesus started teaching about his kingdom come. As he was getting closer to the cross, he wanted to warn the disciples and us that things were going to get worse before his return. And I'll get to the difference between rapture, the rapture and Jesus' second coming next week. So subscribe so you don't miss out. He clearly laid out what would happen in the last days. 
Um, uh, and you, you're going to want to click over to my blog. The link is in the show notes. So um, you're going to look at Matthew 24, Luke 17, Luke 21, and Mark 13. So these are the pathetic chapters. So when did the birth pains start? Now, the last day started with Jesus' ministry, but when did the birth pains start? Well, Bible prophecy scholars say that even though the last days started with Jesus' ministry, everything that Jesus spoke about in the prophetic chapters started accelerating in 1948 when the nation of Israel was born. Like birth pains, they start mild and few and far between. With everything that's going on today, we are not seeing... We are not just seeing events coming more frequently and stronger. We are seeing a convergence of many of the prophecies coming true at once. Pastor Tom Hughes, which is one of the Bible prophecy uh, preachers that I listen to, um, he says, we're in the birth canal any day now. And uh, if you want to check out um, the latest in Bible prophecy news, um, and also follow the Bible prophecy experts, all these, all these preachers that I follow. Uh, so I've vetted them already. Um, so just click on open my blog and click on those and click on those links. Um, and, um, uh, and I did a study also on Ezekiel 37, which is the Valley of Dry Bones. And that um, really is prophesying uh, in the Old Testament, the rebirth of Israel. Now, when will the last days end? The last days end with the rapture of the born-again believers. And I don't use the word church because many people think they're Christians, but they're only halfway Christians. Moreover, halfway Christians will get left behind. Um, right now, we're also in what's called the church age. It's the time when Jesus told his believers to go and make disciples in the Great Commission. And I've got an image over in my blog in the Bible prophecy timeline. Okay, so we're currently right now in the church age or in the last days. And at the moment, the rapture of the church, which we don't know when that is, only God knows when that is. He's going he's gonna to decide, okay, Jesus, go get him. We're ready. We're ready. Um, and I'll explain more on the rapture, between the rapture and the second coming, that difference um, next, next week, next Saturday. We're just doing Saturdays and Sundays now. Um, and so, uh, so Saturdays, we're going to do special articles with Bible prophecy or hot topics. And then Sundays, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to just go through, we're going through the book of Psalms. So it's, it's Sunday Psalms or Psalm Sunday, however you want to call it. Um, we're starting that tomorrow with the beginning of the book, Psalms one and two. Um, so when do the end times start? Okay. So. We know when the last day started then, so what comes next? So the end times start with the seven years of tribulation. They start with the Antichrist or the beast, the son of Satan, the man of lawlessness, the little horn, the man of sin, whatever you want to call him. Whenever he rises to world power out of obscurity. The rapture of the born-again Christians is going to cause such chaos in the world that people will look for a leader to help save the world. Now, what will trigger the end times? The Antichrist will sign a seven-year treaty with Israel. In my opinion, what makes sense to me is that the rapture will trigger the Ezekiel 38 war. And you can click on the Bible blog and, and read the, uh, the study on that chapter. The war of, that's the war of Gog and Magog, which is not what's going on right now in Ukraine. And that, that study um, uh, explains that. Now, if Vladimir Putin is Gog, I don't know. 
He's old. Supposedly he has cancer. I don't know. But he's Gog-esque, okay? Gog is a person and he's a leader of Magog, Russia, you know, and I explained it all in that Ezekiel 38 uh, lesson, so I'm going to get into it now. But they're going to go against Israel. Probably the countries are going to be wanting to get out all that gas that Israel has offshore in the Mediterranean, that right now it's becoming an issue. And that's, that's, <laughs> I was just, I was just listening to, uh, to um, Tom Hughes, as a matter of fact, in Israel, explaining that already people, I mean, even Lebanon is fighting with the, with the border. If the border's just a, like a half a mile in, you know, south, they're going to be where the gas is. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, yeah. So I just have a feeling that when the rapture happens and all, and the Holy Spirit and all the good people are gone, it's going to trigger that Ezekiel 38 war. But however, God wins the war for Israel and Ezekiel 39 predicts that and explains that. So then it would make sense for the Antichrist to step up and create this peace treaty with Israel. Unfortunately, the beast, the beast ends the treaty halfway through. He will enter the third temple in Jerusalem and desecrate it. Right now, there is no third temple. Well, that, that, that's another thing. <clears throat> so it's possible that the Gog and Magog war will destroy the Alaska Mosque and the Dome of the Rock that's sitting on the Temple Mountain right now. And they, I mean, I, I can see them building in three and a half years, building the new temple. They've got everything ready. They just need, they just need those buildings to be removed, to be, to be eliminated. And, um, I, um, I'm, that it can happen then. It just makes sense that it could happen then. Um, but um, he ends the treaty three and a half, three and a half years in. Now that will trigger the start of the Great Tribulation, and you really don't want to be around for that. Um, and if you want to click on open my blog, and I um, I did a study on the Book of Revelation, kind of a, a a light study on it, not really totally in depth, just so you can understand it. Uh, and I'm soon going to have uh, a bookstore in my website uh, with a lot of Bible prophecy books and um, a lot of you know other um, other Christian books um, that's um, they're going to be vetted already. So um, the, the books that I've read already uh, and that are also recommended. Um, so uh, we should be we should have that up in about a couple of weeks. Now. There will be people whose eyes are open the moments after the rapture. In fact, that's what my new novel is going to be about, which is why we're, we're not doing daily anymore. We're doing just twice a week. And um, so I have time to write the novel. So, um, so uh, nevertheless, everyone who's left behind will have to go through the Great Tribulation if they have not turned to Jesus. But you will get a second chance. Okay? They will have to take the, uh, if you don't, um, turn to Jesus, you will have to take the mark of the beast. So what about you? Now that the difference is clear, where do you stand? With Jesus, I hope. But if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven after you die, or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen at any moment in convergence. This is what you have to do. Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and the confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, 
there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, how to invite Jesus into your heart. Uh, and at the bottom of today's blog, I have like my favorite song about the, the, you know, the last days that were in the days of Elijah. It's a great worship song. Behold, he comes. Um, and I've got two videos that are interesting in there. One's called The Five Signs of Proof We Are Living in the Last Days and Jesus' Return is Near. And another one, uh, um, Are We Living in the Last Days? So it's two uh, YouTube videos that if you want to learn more, dig deeper, click on over to my blog. Solideo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.